0: The when I windows down, I would hate to drive past me. Ooh, I got models in the sprinter. Uh-huh. They said they be bowling while they lying. Trying to stunt like they be on the pines. Fuck a one and we do dinner now. We between the lines, we be in and out. Bring the car front and walk me out. Drive a rain outside my house. I'm staying in the night, I'm feeling really nice. Good views, good weed, wearing plenty ice. 300,000 on all yesterday. Only baby, you can check my resume. <laughs> been rich, been paid, all this art inspired me. Been fried, can't nobody fight me. <laughs> been I, we know who you're trying to be. Been fly, ain't nobody hides me. Baby, I'm a truthy lover, honestly. Brother, i mean me like pages in your diary. for the audio version of my particular podcast. So we can all just consider this the next episode of my podcast, The Perfect Blend, although this is also my YouTube channel. So welcome back to my YouTube channel, AKA also the audio recording of my podcast and my content. All right, so welcome back to to my channel. And um, I'm so excited, I'm so excited to be here. It feels weird to do this visually because when I tell you like timing is everything a lot of audio listeners they can listen for a long time surprisingly like whenever I do an audio podcast my episodes will be like an hour plus sometimes maybe like an hour and 15 minutes hour 20 minutes hour 30 minutes where I just be talking I just be talking 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 but I have to understand that in the video world this might be a little different so if this is a long video please bear with me we're gonna figure this out Alright, so welcome back to The Perfect Blend and my channel hosted by yours truly, Kay. Um, Check out my Instagram page, that's K Day, that's K-A-E-D-A-Y-Y. A A little bit about my week. My week has been super busy. Before we get into the topics, my week has been so busy, you all. Um, Just with work and stuff like that. Not like crazy busy, but just running around and um, handling stuff. And excuse my background. I have my window open. Okay, (laughs) people outside screaming and stuff. Y'all know LA could get pretty crazy. All right, but I wanna encourage you all. um, So if you have any ideas about topics that you wanna hear on my YouTube channel or on my podcast, drop down in the comments under this video. Let me know what you want me to talk about. Um, I typically come up with a lot of the topics on my own. Once in a while, I do get a listener who kinda gives me a little bit of feedback you know, um, also too, if I pronounce words incorrectly, do not correct me. I think that is so rude. Um, I don't care if you're saying that you have good intentions. I think it's rude as hell. That's just, that's just what I think. That's my opinion. We're all entitled to our opinions, you know, but some people are the, are the grammar police child and they be, they be coming on here, um, being the grammar police. And it's, I just think it's rude. It's like, Listen to the message of the content. Listen to the message of the show. Enjoy it. Like don't be coming up in here. You know, trying to be um trying to be the grammar or the punctuation or you know, the pronunciation police. Okay. Awesome. So um oh, the kitchen in the back <laughs> anyways welcome back welcome back welcome back so i have a lot of celebrity topics that i want us to kind of just glaze over before we get to our central topic this week um if you've been listening and watching i just want to say thank you um the last two videos i did i did an album review for beyonce's renaissance album and i also did a video talking about the Khaleesi and beyonce debacle and surprisingly a lot of people have been watching to me it's a lot of people like on that on the Khalees and Beyonce when I got like 80 views on YouTube, so that's good for 30 subscribers, y'all. So I just wanna say thank you so much because it takes a lot being on camera, all right, and doing this thing audio-wise, you know, like, cause my audio listeners, they, they real chill. They're super chill um, and they're pretty flexible with me, but I'm, I'm still learning this whole field and all this stuff and putting myself out there and not being so camera shy and, um, yeah, and it's funny because I'm a confident person. I'm a, I'm a, I think I'm a fairly confident person, but doing things on camera, studying your facial expressions, having to smile, having to, you know, give all these different things are very important in how a person translates themselves, you know? So um, if you've been listening to my podcast, the audio version, which I've been doing since 2019, I just want to say thank you so much. If you are a new listener or a new viewer and you recently subscribed to my YouTube channel, I want to say thank you for checking your girl out because in the celebrity news field, things could be very oversaturated. Okay, everybody wants to be a journalist now. Everybody thinks they're a journalist. Everybody wants to be a host. Everybody wants to spill tea. And unfortunately, I want to do it too. But what I'm saying is that it's a very oversaturated field and there are just so many creators who do this, you know, so there are times where I'm like, why do I want to do this? You know, like, oh, like this, oh, it's so annoying that everyone does this, like literally everyone does this, but everyone has their own energy. Everyone has their own vibe. So it's no hate, it's no shade. I'm just saying it's very oversaturated, right? So all of us are repeating the same goddamn news but i think what's special about people's audiences and their listeners is that their audience and listeners like them right so the same way that same way that other people have their audiences i have mine too and it's super small but i want to say that i'm grateful that y'all even check me out and give me the time of MF and J. all right so let's go ahead and get started okay how y'all feeling? Okay, excuse my background. All right, so like I told you on my last video, I ain't got no paintings and stuff up yet. I'm too lazy to go buy it. I need to go get a painting and put some stuff up behind me so this could be real cute back here. But this is my little humble emote. My little humble, cute little spot. It's all mine, you know, I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-N-T, right? okay i shouldn't be singing his song okay because the way he was disrespecting lil nas in the lgbtq community but she's independent okay yes all righty so um first story that i'm going to talk about in current events britney griner so britney griner was recently sentenced to originally she was facing up to 10 years in prison and uh over the past week she was sentenced to nine years in prison in russia all right so according to our good sis love v scott let's pull up the story um according to our good sis love v scott i just wanted to blaze over a few co- quotes via cnn but american wnba star Brittany griner was convicted in a russian court thursday of smuggling drugs With criminal intent and concerns, she is being used as a political pawn in Russia's war against Ukraine. All right. Griner faces up to 10 years in jail for the charge. And prosecutors ask for 9.5 years in closing arguments. Prior to the verdict, Griner apologized to the court and asked for leniency in an emotional speech. All right. Oh, she had emotional speech, you guys. Let me get my little bang together. All right, so let's get into this quote. I never meant to hurt anybody. I never meant to put in jeopardy the Russian population. I never meant to break any laws here. I made an honest mistake and I hope that in your ruling that does isn't in my life here. I know everybody keeps take, talking about political pawn and politics, but I hope that this is far from this courtroom. I want to say again that I had no intent on breaking any Russian laws. I had no intent. I did not conspire a plan to commit this crime. Okay now um britney griner she's 31 years old she was arrested in the moscow airport and accused by russian prosecutors of trying to smuggle less than one grand of cannabis oil okay into the airport now you all know that um in different countries overseas dr- you know drug use especially with marijuana it's not legal it's not legal right but unfortunately uh Britney was sentenced to nine years in prison, and it's really unfortunate because um, with all the issues that are going on between Russia, America, and things of that nature. Let me just clarify: I am not a political guru, girl. I'm not even gonna sit here and act like that. This is not my realm. But she is still a WNBA star, right? So we can still tap on this because it's still valid news. Very, 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 very valid news, and it's just unfortunate that Britney Griner. It's, it's. She, not only is she a black woman, but she's also a lesbian on top of that so just imagine how her intersectional identity is just really hitting her right now when i say intersectional like her being a different woman in this world that is you know she she she's a marginalized woman who's stuck in a country for literally bringing a small little thing of cannabis oil up on the plane child and into the airport and she's getting such harsh punishment it's just it's crazy and it's unfortunate and i just wish biden would do something child you know, he's doing everything but what we need to be doing. What he needs to be focusing on is not only just Brittany Reiner, but these student loans, okay? Because that's why I voted. Okay, girl, I need you to handle these student loans. Give us that student loan forgiveness, girl, because it's hard. But realistically, will it happen? I don't think it's going to happen because that whole student loan industry and things of that nature it's a whole bustling industry most people want their coins that's like a multi-million dollar billion dollar trillion dollar damn industry with loans from higher education which is complete BS right so who are we as Millennials to expect to get a little break from that I feel like our generation we came in at a very for lack of better words shitty time (laughs) you know for lack of better words excuse my cussing YouTube I apologize YouTube anyone else who's watching this video. But us millennials, we have it hard, girl. We gotta think about our benefits in the future. There's just a lot that we will probably not really have access to, like social security, disability, things like that. Um, It's it's, it's all drying up, you know, so in 30 plus years, it's gonna be pretty hard, right? So that's why we want a little break from these student loans. But Joe Biden's doing everything else but that. So he need to go, he needs to go and help our girl, Brittany. And not only that, oh, this past week, He did like this speechy wall where he was stating how he's going after people who committed the PPP loan fraud, and how they came up with like this new initiative and program that's specifically going to track them, and they will be locked up and they will be arrested. Frankly, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about that. I don't care about that. You know, personally, I think the PPP loan thing was a setup. I think that was a trap just to see what what poor and disfranchised person or people will fall and catch the bait and actually file something and scam, right? File and act as if they have their own business and company child, and scam <laughs> to get those coins. And a lot of people did it, right? Who did not have legit businesses or LLCs and so forth, right? Got the money. Some people got found out some people didn't yet, right? But his goal is to find everyone. This little bang is so cute. I like this. And everyone has been complimenting this hairstyle. Excuse my kitchen in the back. It's very hot in LA. (laughs) It's really hot out here, y'all. It's so hot. It is so hot. But shout out to Brittany Griner. Honestly, it's unfortunate. Nine years is a very long time. And this is so, honestly, I think it's unjust. But on the flip side, I've been seeing a lot of people saying like, well, honey, you got to research before you travel. And she's been to Russia several times, but I don't want to blame her for this. Like, I just feel like she's getting a very harsh slap by the book because of who she is, right? I think that Britney is being used as an example, unfortunately. And I just pray that something could be done. I hope that they could figure out some type of loophole for her or something so we can go ahead and get her back home. All right? next story also too, make sure to follow me on instagram k-a-e-d-a-y-y i'm also back on twitter i don't even really tweet like that y'all but i'm trying to be out here you know twitter kind of scares me though because they be fighting on twitter everybody fights and it's but twitter's also funny When I tell y'all, I be finding some funny stuff on Twitter, girl. Like, Twitter be lit, but for me, I'm not trying to go on there and get no clout for arguing with nobody. I feel like in this age, everybody is looking for a way to pop. I'm like, honey, look, we all have our opinions. We can all keep and have our opinions, but the fighting and going back and forth is draining as hell. Next story, Irv Gotti and Ashanti. So Irv Gotti went on to, I believe, Drink Champs, one of those shows, child. And he basically said something around the lines of when he was going through his whole indictment with the Murder, ink and things of that nature, that Ashanti didn't really have his back and she wasn't down and she ran like a roach. Um, and that that's what he said about Ashanti. And he also stated that right after they recorded the Happy, or right before they recorded the Happy music video or the song, one of the two that him and Ashanti slept together, right? So here's the thing about Irv Gotti. Irv Gotti, Irv Gotti is just an example of a dude who's stuck in the past, who got some good, I'ma say it, you guys, he got got some good (laughs) cat. Because Ashanti is bad, okay? Ashanti is beautiful, okay? Ashanti is gorgeous. I don't care what no one says. Ashanti is fab, Ashanti is beautiful and she still looks good and I feel like, I feel like she's one of those women who kind of just like get better with time. Kinda like Maya, like Maya's like that, Ashanti's like that. Cause Maya's gorgeous and Maya's still looking, is she a vegan and stuff, child? She looks amazing. Hold on, I had to sip my little wine. Maya looks amazing, sorry. I have this cute little wine that I got at Target for $5. Um, Shout out to Target, this is not an endorsement though, okay, I ain't gonna say the brand or the name of it. But it's like this little peach wine, you know, the little little cute wine. It's Friday, honey, she been at work. Back to Ashanti. So Ashanti, here's the thing. She's one, Ashanti is one of the popping R&B girls. I mean, even to this day, Ashanti has hit records and I know a lot of people, I don't know. I feel like the world, and I love Beyonce. Don't get it twisted. We love Beyonce, we love Rihanna, but there are other black women who also have done their thing. And I don't know, I just feel like Ashanti doesn't often get the respect that she deserves. Um, right along with Sierra and a few of the other girls, the other black girls who were kind of coming up all around the same time in their solo careers, anyways. I just feel like Irv Gotti uses Ashanti for clout. Ashanti literally is the only thing that's all he could talk about. She's gorgeous, she's beautiful, and I and I literally think he just picks at her in the media to try to get a reaction out of her. Now, back in 2014, when re, when Ashanti released her Brave Heart album, she did go onto the Breakfast Club, I believe, and I remember watching this interview. She had like the blonde bob, and she addressed the situation where Irv Gotti and was just sort of like you know, honey, like, what am I supposed to do? Like, that had nothing to do with me. You're expecting me to go to court. And she didn't say this verbatim per se, but um, I'm paraphrasing. But she was just basically saying how, like, she had an image and a brand to protect, and it wasn't anything personal. And how he is just so gun ho It's sort of like, what is it that Ashanti will do? What is it that you want from Ashanti? Y'all were doing some shady stuff with that record label, allegedly money laundering and things like that. Y'all were really deep in that stuff. Deep in it, girl, deep in it, Irv, and everybody else trying to fund that label with some stuff going on. And you had this R&B artist who was at the height of her career that whole indictment situation and when Murder Inc. crumbled that literally damaged ashanti's career ashanti was at the top of her game right and when that situation happened <clears throat> i mean she had platinum records ashanti had hits each album she had a hit on it she had platinum records she was selling albums and at that time when that indictment happened towards around it started happening uh, I believe like 2005 to 2008, that's when 2004 to, to 2008, that's when it kind of started like happening. Ashanti lost a deal with Pepsi. I, I think I was watching an interview from her and she was stating how she lost a very lucrative deal with Pepsi and she lost like a Super Bowl opportunity. She lost like all these different endorsements and opportunities surrounding that particular court case with Murder Inc. and Irv, right? For some reason, he just won't let it go, and he won't let her go. And he's trying to slander her because they slept together, and he keeps talking about how they slept together, trying to shame her. But she was a young girl at that time, you know? And, you know, you, you can't really try to slut shame someone. I mean, in the industry, I feel like a lot of the girls, and that's a shade of Shanti, but I feel like it's quite normal. Like, you have all these women around these men, She's like, I feel like if you're a woman in the industry, like you're gonna gravitate towards the top dog who can protect you, who's sort of like providing for you and stuff like that. Like you're gonna gravitate towards him. And I feel like you're a fool if you don't think so. I mean, look at Beyonce. Like when Beyonce was around that age, like she had Jay-Z over her, right? so i just feel like for every woman you're kind of if you're in that if you're in the music world or any type of world you're gonna you're often gonna like probably find solace in a man of power right and at that time he was it's just annoying how he keeps trying to shame this girl as if she owes him something get over it irv oh my god and we love ashanti and i hope she comes out with a new album she still looks amazing Next topic, Beyonce goes number one with Break My Soul on the Billboard Hot 100. Shout out to you, Beyonce. I just wanted to shout that out. Um, she's been dropping teasers um, for the album. She dropped a teaser for Break My Soul. It was like 15 seconds and she was on the horse giving us everything that we needed, honey. And then... She released a teaser earlier today for I'm That Girl. That's the first track on the album. Now, I'm That Girl is one of my favorite songs, okay? That's one of my favorite songs on the album. I know it's the intro to the album, but that song slays. But she oh, she dropped a teaser for that. But shout out to you, Beyonce. We already didn't gave you enough love, child. We know, we love Beyonce. But here's the thing, this, this album is called Act One, right? There've been a lot of whispers about what Act Two and Act Three will be. I think act two will be the visuals. I think act two, it literally will be Renaissance act two, the music videos. And I feel like she's gonna put it all out and package it and give it to us again, just to keep that album going. And I think the good thing about Beyonce, Beyonce knows how to market herself, honey. She will stretch out a project and make you buy it and make you listen to it. That's the business move right there. Um, she's like, you girls are gonna, you're gonna listen to this music and you're gonna listen, you're gonna see these visuals. So I feel like Act 2 will be the the music videos and I feel like Act 3 will be the tour. Because at first people were like, okay, will Act 2 be more music? Will Act 3 be more music? I don't think she's gonna give us all that music. I think that's too much work. I think that's overwhelming. I'd be surprised if she did. What if she gave us like another 10 songs for Act 2 and another 10 songs for Act 3? But I really don't think she's gonna overkill like that. I think... Beyonce, Beyonce literally has mastered rationing out herself to us and making us want more. And I feel like a lot of artists don't know how to do that. They don't know how to stretch their, their longevity out. A lot of them don't have longevity. Um, some of them do, but I feel like a lot of artists kind of they just fizzle out. And something about her, I just feel like she knows, she knows how to keep you coming back and keep you wanting more. So, you know, hater or lover, she on top, child. Angela Yee quits the Breakfast Club. Shout out to you, Angela Yee. So in the radio game and the podcast game and the host game, I think Angela Yee is literally like a vet to me. And um, as far as being a woman who's in the game of hosting and stuff, she's been with Breakfast Club for years. She also has lip service that she's been doing for about the last 12 years um, with her other co-hosts like Gigi and Stephanie Santiago and so forth. And but Angela she's been hanging on to that breakfast club, and I feel like it's a very popular show. But here's the thing. She decided to quit. She decided to officially walk away and quit. And I know that that money was probably good because that's one of the most syndicated like radio shows and even on YouTube, like, that show brings in some bucks. Like Breakfast Club, that's kind of like similar to Hot 97 a little bit, a little bit. It's kind of like today's version. But Hot 97 is more legendary. You get me? That's like more of the New York hip hop scene from the 90s and so forth and the 80s. But um, Angela Yee, I, I congratulate her for her new chapter. I really do. I feel like this is gonna be good for her. And um, and Angela Yee, she, she is just such a hustler and I feel like she's gonna have more content. I'm kind of sad though, cause I I, I know her and Charlamagne have had some issues where a few years ago they had like that fallout where he didn't defend her when she was like called a name by Gucci Mane or something like that. Like Gucci Mane disrespected her. I think it was, it was one of those rappers. I think it was Gucci Mane or someone who came on the show and disrespected her and like Charlamagne kind of laughed it off and he didn't really do much about it. So they had like some beef about that. And so I just, I can imagine being a woman in that game with all those men. I'm sure, I'm sure it's kind of hard, but I, I just really respect what Angela does. Also Angie Martinez is another one I really respect too. But shout out to her, girl. Good luck to you on your new journey, girl. And call me for a job. Look, when I pop, call me. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. But Angela Yee, I really love what she's doing and um, kudos to you, sis. Kim Kardashian dumped Pete Davidson after he proposed. Okay, I hope I got that right. But <laughs> Kim Kardashian did dump Pete, you guys. And um, it was rumors that it was because of the age difference. Another one of the rumors that sources said was that not only did they have such an age gap, because Pete, I believe he's in his late 20s, I think he's like 28, and Kim is 40 years old, right? So that was one of the things that people are whispering about in the streets, it was, it was the huge age gap. And then not only that, um, Kim is having issues co-parenting with Kanye West. Y'all know Kanye does not like Pete. Kanye, may, he calls him skeet and all types of stuff. He didn't make the music video. Where he showed pete davidson getting hurt like alluding to him getting hurt with the cartoons and stuff so kanye does not like him kanye don't like him around the kids kanye is just not feeling pete so another one of the reasons allegedly is that um kanye is making it difficult to co-parent as well so like that's another reason why she broke up with him because she just found it to be too difficult too 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 difficult i love this hair i'm sorry it's a mirror in front of me this hair is so cute. It's, it's not the back, though, girl. Like, it's sweaty in the back, but don't look at the back, okay? <laughs> this is some cute hair. But, um, yeah, anywho, they broke up. Honestly, I think Kim, here's the thing about Kim, the Kardashians. They're, they're, they market themselves. They get with people. They date people. They break up. Oh, let me go find the next thing honey everyone was giving you know saying that kim was trying to be a white woman again because she got with a white man this time and she had her hair blonde left the black man the black man drove her crazy because kanye and his issues child you know what i mean um and i'm gonna be honest kanye is not my favorite person i miss the old kanye you know what i mean but i don't want no stands coming to drag me okay but what i'm saying is that um yeah, honestly, I, I'm going to be honest. I think that Kim was with Pete just for fun. I think it was sort of a rebound situation. But this is just my opinion, allegedly. You know, I don't know these people personally, okay? But what I'm saying is that I just think that it was just for fun. Like, I don't think it was really a serious relationship. I don't think it was really, like, based in love. And if anything, it probably was PR for both of them. It probably was marketing and PR for both of them just to keep them in the lights and and promote the show, promote the Kardashians that's on Hulu now with all that drama that was going on in the blogs when the the season aired a few months ago or earlier this year. Um, You know what I mean? So I think that the relationship literally was just a part of the machine to keep things going. I don't really think it was like a serious thing, to be honest with you. I don't. I don't. But uh, Pete will be fine. You know, he didn't date an Ariana Grande, child. And... They also say some things about Pete. How you do- Oh, y'all caught that wink? You know what they say about Pete? <laughs> they say it's, look, they call him Pete with the meat. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. Let's move on. So, um, next story. Oh, this is so fun. I'm having fun tonight. I hope if you're watching or listening, I hope that you're having fun watching this. Drop down below in the comments, share, like, and subscribe to my channel. I promise i will get some cute music up in here we might have a guest one day who knows child but look we're in the beginning stages of this okay so i often call my podcast and excuse my french the humble last podcast that's usually what i call my show um (laughs) because you know i'm not gonna fake the funk and act like i have it all figured out because i don't but what i do know is that i like making content and i've been doing this for a while and it takes a lot to put yourself out there um doja cat shaved her hair and her eyebrows on instagram live people were really concerned about her i even logged into the live uh earlier this week and i believe last weekend when she i literally logged in and she was just shaving her eyebrows and then she was shaving her hair and the hair came off child everybody's concerned about doja cat Doja Cat responded on her Instagram live. So basically, after she shaved off her eyebrows and her and her um, hair, she made another Instagram live and got back on and just cleared things up because people were concerned for her mental health. Basically asked, you know, wondering if she was okay, wondering if she needed help, right? Um and basically Oh, damn, this site is bright. Oh. <laughs> basically, um, Doja just basically said, look, I'm fine. You know, two, pe- two people who I used to know back in the day are coming up in here and, um, you know, asking me, do I need help? And I'm telling you guys that I'm fine. You have nothing to worry about. Basically, she just kept saying how she's okay and how it's kind of unfortunate that she has always been kind of weird and eclectic and fun and kind of out there. And she also mentioned how people, she's always been this way and how she literally got famous for making a song about cows and mooing. And people just need to accept that that's just who she is. Like she's weird and she's kooky and she's out there, right? But another reason too is that um, she got tired of wearing wigs. She got tired of hair. She felt like the hair was not freeing. And child, like she just gave all these examples about how she would braid her hair, then you have to put a net over it, then you have to glue a wig down, then she would go to the gym. And how hair just became a nuisance to her, right? Doja, do you? I love your music. Keep doing good music, girl. I understand that Doja's a little bit quirky, but honestly, I think that's what makes her so unique. Doja Cat is, I feel like she's such a phenomenal artist musically. And people who are kind of quirky like that, they tend to be stars. Like, people who are very weird and mysterious like that, they often tend to be stars and be a little out there. So, honestly, hell, I'm not surprised that she shaved her her, her head bald and cut off her... Okay, I am shocked about the eyebrows, though. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. Look, if I look a little sleepy, it's because I've been at work all day. It's not the wine. I'm sober, okay? But, um... And I haven't been getting a lot of sleep this week, you know? But you know, um, I was shocked about them eyebrows, you guys, them damn eyebrows, I just didn't know I just did not know about that girl, um Those eyebrows are a mess. Those eyebrows are a mess. But um, next in our topic, uh, we have Lori Harvey. So Lori Harvey, she went on to Tiana Taylor's Bumble show called Love to See It. So uh, Bumble is the dating app. The dating app called Bumble, they have a show now. And uh, Tiana Taylor hosts that show and it's called Love to See It. And she interviewed Lori Harvey. And it's, this was kind of fun because I believe this is Lori, Harvey, Lori Harvey's first like public verbal interview. She doesn't really interview. She doesn't really talk. You know, it's funny how this girl is so famous for dating every rapper and dating Michael B. Jordan recently and things like that and being Steve Harvey's daughter. And and not only that, just having this good girl image, kind of like this girl next door image, but she kind of has access to all these men. She dated Diddy, she dated Future. She dated, uh, you know, a few of the guys and just had fun, girl. You know what I mean? Um, It's just funny how she's never, ever done a verbal interview, right? I just, it's so funny. Anyways. The topic of their show was dating on my own terms. And I actually watched the interview yesterday. I thought it was, I thought it was cute. Was anything groundbreaking? No. I think that people were just so excited to see Lori Harvey talk and just kind of get her perspective. But I do think it was groundbreaking in the sense that Tiana Taylor did an excellent job hosting. I thought I think, I love Tiana Taylor's personality. I think that, I think Tiana Taylor should actually go into that. I think Tiana, I could see Tiana Taylor like interviewing hip hop stars and like interviewing people. I think that that's a lane that Tiana should tap into right along with her fashion and stuff. Cause uh, Tiana's on her tour right now for the, um, I guess it's called the Last Rose tour. Um, cause she, you know, yeah, we all know she retired from music, but I feel like she loves music. I feel like we'll get more music from Tiana Taylor cause Tiana's so damn talented, you know. Anywho, the, the topic was dating on my own terms. And she just talked about, Some of the experiences she had dating and how she's always stuck to her own values, stuck to herself as a young woman, and how you know she's 25 now, and how she's older. Now, Tiana Taylor is in her early 30s, I believe. I think Tiana Taylor is like 32, 33, 34, somewhere around there. Um, and It was just dope because you see like a a, a older woman who's so young like tiana taylor she's so young talking to a younger girl who's 25 and it was just more of like a sisterhood conversation but people are speculating that she was hinting at michael b jordan because tiana taylor's question one of her questions was what's a green flag and a red flag that you look for when you first meet someone in a relationship right like what's a red flag and a green flag and tiana uh, uh sorry Lori harvey's green flag um I forgot what it was. I think I think she says something around the lines of like she's looking for a man who's like his own person and things like that. He's just like his own person. He has his own thing going on. I think that's what she said, Child, i Let me be honest. I kind of forgot the part. But <laughs> the red flag that she did mention is that if a man is friends with his exes, she was like, if he's over here friends with his exes and all his exes, they just friends, that's a major red flag because what does that mean? And like, how would you feel if I was friends with all my exes if I'm over here hoo-hoo and ha-ha and kiki and Kim with all my exes? Like, I just think that's a little bit bit weird and honestly I actually agreed with Lori on that I don't see how people do it I know people people preach about this whole like oh my god I'm friends with my ex and I've, I've met people who are so gun ho about being friends with their ex and I just don't get it like me, when I when I date and stuff, if, if I fall out with a guy, because not everything is always a fallout, but some of my situations have been like, I don't want to call it a fallout, but we either broke up or we just stopped talking or whatever. Um, I'm never friends with them. It, I, I'm never friends with them. It just can't happen. Like I'm one of those people. I'm like, look, if, if, we, if we can't come to, how could I say this? If I can't have you, I don't want to be your friend. Like I'm one of those people, like when I date or if I have like a relationship with someone like, I'm just like, there is no friends. Like, we we dated, we probably were intimate together and things like that. There is no friendship after that. I, like, I'm a very cold turkey person, and I feel like if I were to date a new guy, that would be an issue. Same with me. Like, if I dated a dude, and if he was friends with his ex, it just would not... I, I would not, but I understand that there are some people who have these trauma bonds and they have these relationships with each other where they just can't move on and let each other go. But for me, I'm just, I don't know. I'm very cutthroat with that. So I agree with Lori in that regard and that kind of stirred up some some things because, you know, the blogs, the popular blogs that everyone swears that they don't subscribe to anymore because they're better than now, girl. They're, I guess they're ratchet or whatever. They're blogs that the girls act like they just don't watch. And I'm going to keep saying that, you know, because all of these media outlets share the same thing. But um, the urban blogs, I guess, um, they're all speculating that she was talking about Michael B. Jordan. Because if you all remember, there was this rumor that came out when they first broke up stating that Michael B. Jordan had a thing for one of his exes. So I don't know if y'all recall that. When they first broke up a few months ago, everyone was kind of just like oh there was this one of the biggest rumors the first one was that she didn't want to get married right she didn't want to get married he him and settle down then the second one was he had a thing for one of his exes right so catch that all right you all i think that's enough for the celebrity news um did i forget anything i'm trying to think here what else happened this week not much if I forgot anything, let me know and I'll definitely talk about it. Oh, Megan Thee Stallion's new album came out. So if you love music, y'all know I love music. Megan Thee Stallion's Tramazine album came out. I'll probably do an album review for it. I might, I might do an album review for it. For it, I do think it's stronger than Good News. Good News is cute too, but I definitely think Tramazine has its own vibe. Um, but check out Megan Thee Stallion, support her, y'all. This was her last album with 1501. She's been going through some things with her label, with Carl and things like that. And they were fighting on Twitter last night before the album came out. Her and Carl were fighting on Twitter. It was a mess. But uh, Traumazine is her second album. Um, So check it out. And then uh, Ari Lennox dropped a new single called Hoodie. It's not an album. It's a single. It's called Hoodie. Uh, And her new album will come out September 9th it's called age sex on location so check it out if you love r&b i love r&b i love hip-hop i love pop i love all that stuff um nikki minaj dropped a new single called freaky girl um she sampled um freaky girl she sampled the, the record freaky girl by uh, i believe rick james child yeah so she sampled that and it's, it's a cute party fun record um You know, I feel like Nicki is kind of going for that anaconda energy again. Like, that's kind of what I thought of when I heard the sample. I was like, okay, we're going for this anaconda thing again. But honestly, I can see this playing in the clubs. I wish it would have came out earlier this year. Um, Like, I wish that song would have came out in spring or summer, so it could have been playing in the clubs. But um, Nicki's back, you know, nonetheless, Nicki Minaj is back and I'm ready to hear more music and get this album for our sis. Who else dropped? Oh, Alicia Keys. I know a lot of people don't like Alicia, but I like Alicia. Actually, you know, a lot of people like Alicia. I just think a lot of people, they get caught. They're, they're so stuck on that whole thing that she dealt with with us, with speeds or whatever. But she dropped Keys, too. Um... She dropped Keys 2, the deluxe version, with some new records on it. She has a record with Brent Fayaz on it. And she also has a newer record with Lucky Day. So she already had another record with Lucky Day and Khalid on there on the first release, the first, like, standard release of Keys. Um, But on Keys 2, the deluxe version, she has another record with Lucky Day. A second song with just Lucky Day is called Stay. And she just has a few remixes. Um, overall, it's a great album. I expected more songs. She only gives us like four songs. <laughs> I was like Alicia, give me about six or seven, girl. Give me, you know, give me something. But I still love Alicia Keys. And um, I also, you know, I, I'm a little late to the Brent Fias party. I did. I, I I am familiar with like some of his singles and stuff, and his album called Afterworld. World. I'm a little bit familiar with that album. But his recent album called Wasteland came out July 8th about a month ago, and I actually listened to the full thing last night and it got it got some vibes on there you know he a Virgo you know I I checked out his interview that he did with Angela Yee's lip service you know so he's an interesting character I like his music you know people call him the king of toxic and stuff like that but it's interesting because I played the full album and I was like you know it's just so interesting to get things from a from a male perspective like this you know because some of his songs and some of them interludes on that album, I was like, oh, he going in on the girls, honey. But Brent Fias, he's really big right now. Like a lot of people, and I hope I'm saying his last name correctly. A lot of people really like him. I'm rocking with the Wasteland album. I think it's cute. Um, and, you know, my sister Alicia on there is called Ghetto Gatsby. I love that song, okay? I like Gravity with Tyler, the Creator, too. So he got some bops on there. Check that out. New music has dropped. You know, go vibe. You know, music is healing. Music is fun. And um, so far, how how long are we here? So I'm gonna wrap this up here for the celebrity news, okay? So I'm gonna come back with and probably another topic but thank you for checking out this video and if you listen to the audio version of this thank you for listening to this and um i'm gonna package it up and release the audio and release the video version of it as well but that's the latest updates for the celebrity news and the current events in that particular world in that particular realm i hope you all enjoyed it. and if i missed anything let me know drop in the comments below and let me know um Dang, what did I... Oh, Carisha. So Carisha, she did an episode of Carisha, Please with JT and Saucy Santana. That was kind of cute. I didn't watch the full thing, but people were speculating. Um, Like, Saucy asked her, like, how do you feel about being called the princess of hip hop? And JT was like, uh, <laughs> you said that, like, I never said that. Or she, I think she's saying Miami. She was like, she was like, one of y'all said that, I never said that. And then Saucy Santana, he was just like, oh no, but I also saw it on Twitter, like people were saying that you're the princess of hip-hop. And she was just like, Well, honey, I never really claimed that. I mean, I'm flattered if people think that, but it was interesting. She was just saying, like, she doesn't, she doesn't compete or nothing like that. She just writes her rhymes, she does her thing. And Carisha, aka Young Miami, just gave her props for her writing and her and her pen game and things like that. But um it was quite an interesting interview. I think people are expecting JT to be more, I guess, out there with her personality like Young Miami is, but she's more under the radar. I think I think JT is more about the music a little bit. And that's okay. I think that people put a lot of pressure. On these artists, especially in today's age, I think everyone is a personality now. And I know I was going to end the show, the shit. We're ranting again a little bit more, but everyone's a personality now personality is what sells right everyone wants to be a personality everyone everyone er- hell even me everybody named mama is you know what I mean so it's one of those things where not it's not for everyone I think some people are just about their craft and what they do and they just so happen to fall into fall into the visibility of of being on Instagram live and all that all, all that stuff you get what I'm saying so Sign up on JT. I feel like we just have all these high expectations. We can't just let people breathe and let them be themselves. Mm. Alrighty, y'all. So this is it. I hope y'all enjoyed. Make sure to uh, comment below if you want to hear about more topics or if I missed anything. Um, Subscribe to this channel. uh, Spread the word. Tell a friend. Thank you for watching. I know this video was so long, but it was so fun doing this. And I'm probably going to do a more of a central topic for my audio listeners. But I'm in this YouTube video right here. Now, for my audio listeners, (laughs) here's the thing, y'all. First of all, um, I know this sounds so weird, but uh, I'm trying to figure out, like, for me, I'm trying to figure out how do I how do I give you audio and visual, right? And it's so funny because I was talking to my homegirl in the car who also listens to my podcast. Shout out to you, sis, my friend. Um, we both were talking about this and I was just telling her, I was just like, you know, it's a little overwhelming, but I'm just gonna go for it. Like, cause that's all that I could really do. Like I can't continue to sit here and just not put anything into this you know what I mean so um yeah um so I told her I was like you know I'm gonna stick to the show and I'm I'm still gonna give y'all if you want to see me talk you can see me talk one day I'll probably have a guest and we'll figure this thing out you know what I mean we'll figure this out um there was a time where I thought that I would have studio support, and it just doesn't look like that that will happen anymore unless I pay out of pocket. <laughs> so um, who knows what will happen, you know? But hopefully, hopefully we can get that in the future. Um, so yeah, thank y'all for tuning in, and now I want to talk about our central topic. So welcome back to the podcast. the channel um thank you all so much i am recording audio and this is a visual but i saw this instagram video um it was this really interesting instagram video um from catfish host kamee crawford and she says her ideal man will not be homophobic because if they are homophobic or transphobic it means that they hate women right so this is a topic that i actually um, have always thought about ever since I was in college. And I remember I read this book by Brittany Cooper called Eloquent Rage. Check it out, honey. Y'all know I was a woman studies, gender studies major. Okay. But there is this wonderful book that I read by Brittany Cooper, who, um, I believe she's a professor. Oh, I forgot where she taught at, but she had this really, really good book that I read during one of my last courses, um, in college. And it just basically talked about the, the, the femininity that, that, that Black women often like kind of, the misogyny war that Black women deal with as, as we try to navigate this world, right? And as we are still women, but that's often like challenged and it causes us to be rageful with a lot of the situations that we deal with um, as a Black women, right? Um, and, and I'm a Black woman, I'm a, I'm a Black woman of trans experience, but I, I still fall into this too. And it's something that, it's something that still affects me. Um, so it made me think of that particular book because in that book, there was a quote and it says something around the lines of if a man doesn't respect gay men, um, and trans women, and if he's homophobic, um, he most likely will not respect women because if he doesn't respect women first, he often will be homophobic and transphobic because women, are, are like the roots of femininity in that regard, right? I, cis woman, right? Like cis women are sort of like your first teachers in regards to, you know, womanhood and so forth. That's something that she said around the line. So she was just saying how, like if a man, if a black man has an issue just respecting black woman and women in general and he gets uncomfortable at the thought of like things like female empowerment or or a woman being independent or a woman making money or a woman being outspoken he gets uncomfortable about that because there are men that are that way like there are men that that legit struggle with women who are strong and powerful and they constantly like try to break you down or like try to mentally break you down and in some cases probably physically hurt you and I'm not saying that all men are this way or even all black men in that regard that is not what I'm saying but it is an issue within our community that you know I feel that um I've had experiences with that and I've heard I've had friends who've had experiences where it's a thing of like dang like you you kind of have to like muffle yourself I guess or like Cause if, if you are outspoken or if you have too much energy, you're deemed as not feminine. And it's just it's just interesting how the how they do that. I just it's so annoying. So it's I don't know, it, it makes me feel like I have to be like dumb. Like I feel like I can't when I interact with like men in our community, like that's just how it feels sometimes. Like it feels like, damn, like I can't have a brain. Like I have to be a dumb beat. Like Sorry for my language, I know I'm cussing, but it just the gender the gender war and even with this whole gender war that's going on, that's another conversation. But I'm gonna play the video. I hope you all could hear it um as I record. So I'm gonna play it and hopefully you guys can hear what she's saying. So I'm gonna play it right now. Hold on. he's homophobic or shows signs of internalized homophobia. Wait, let me start it over. Let me start it over. Let me start it over. Hold on. I hope y'all can hear it. Wait. Let me turn on the speaker. Because I want you to hear what she said. This is my little ghetto speaker, okay? Don't judge me. (laughs) But I just thought this would be a great uh, segue for our essential topic this week about misogyny and things like that. um, And homophobia and misogyny and things. Okay, here's the video, guys. He's a 10, but he's homophobic or shows signs of internalized homophobia, biphobia. He's a motherfucking zero, baby, and I'm gonna tell you why. So I have a very detailed list of what will find me in a man, the man that will find me and what he will be like. And one of those things that is on the list is that he will not be homophobic or transphobic in any way. Cis men who are homophobic or transphobic, all it really boils down to is that they hate women it really is just peak level of misogyny because at the root of it it is the hatred of all things feminine that is what homophobia biphobia transphobia is to me it is just the hatred of femininity now i don't know about y'all but this woman doesn't want to be with a man who hates women be very careful and very weary of men who are constantly making homophobic jokes slurs transphobic comments is honestly why the fuck would you want to be with somebody who has any type of hatred for anything that doesn't have anything to do with them anyway i don't really get it but he's a zero a negative 10. (laughs) so that's the video that sparked um the topic that i wanted to discuss tonight because um i think that there's truth to it i think that there's truth truth to it so here's the thing a, a, a man or a cisgender man, right? A cishet man, a cisgender heterosexual male. That's that's the newer terminology. A biological guy who identifies as straight. Um, and I said biological for layman's terms, okay? That's I said that for the listeners who are not privy to cisgender. But the newer term, you all, cis cisgender heterosexual, right? So um, I think there's truth in that because it's you can be attracted to a woman, first of all. So the first thing I want to point out, you can be attracted sexually to a woman and still not really support a woman or really understand a woman's struggle. You see so many men who are like that all the time. You see so many men who sleep with a lot of women and run through women and break women and things like that. Not saying that all men are like this. I'm not trying to man bash. Let me just make this clear. So if y'all drop that in the comments and be like, oh, my God, you're trying to man bash or whatever. I'm not trying to man bash. Um... I'm just i'm just bringing forth something that is an issue right so if you have a problem with it turn the, turn the video off i don't care okay but what i'm saying is that i feel like there is truth to the statement because you do have men who really don't care about women they don't care about the emotional health of a woman the physical health the um the internal values like just all the things that some women require you see so many men who just take it for granted and they just don't respect you they don't respect that you're like hustling you're trying to find your way it just seems like with men like interacting with this world and me being me being a trans woman too i deal with that too where like even on the trans side of things i feel like when i interact with men trying to date and i and i deal with so you know, of course, we all deal with like guys who play games and shit like that. But it's also another thing where a guy will probably say something that that is transphobic or even misogynistic or homophobic, and like I'll call it out, and then he'll tell me that I'm being extra, or he'll tell me that like I'm doing too much. Like I actually went through a situation recently with a guy who who made a comment about all black women, and he and me and him were talking. We've been talking for like months, and. Um, Thank God we never met in person. It was like a long distance thing. <laughs> but we were just talking as friends, you know, and of course there was some flirting and stuff like that, but we were just trying to get to know each other. But he would, he would say things and there were definitely red flags. I mean, the situation only lasted like two and a half months or so, um, but the final straw was when he made a comment about black women being cheaters. He made this weird comment that all black women cannot be trusted and they're all cheaters. And I was like, okay, I just think that that's a really, like, effed up thing to say. Like, I'm not saying that all black men are cheaters, right? But he was just so gun ho about this whole gender war. And it really made me upset because I was just telling him, I'm like, I don't want to have no gender war with you, though. But he was like, it's the truth, though. Like, black women cheat. Uh, women are better cheaters than men. At least men just do it in your face, and they just do it. But there's no emotional thing to it. And I told him, I'm like, but that's not always true though. There are some men who do cheat emotionally, right? But there's also some men who cheat just because they have the option to cheat. And they often say that that's how most people do it. It's sort of like, they just, they have the option to cheat or just disrespect the relationship and they take it, right? So when he and I were going back and forth, I kept trying to keep the situation because he was disrespecting women in general, right? And I'm a trans woman and he, he knew that I was trans by the way, right? But I was just telling him, I'm like, for you to make a, bl- a blanket statement about black women specifically, like that's the issue for me. Like, it's one thing for you to have an opinion. It's one thing for us to have a conversation. But if you're not even willing to like challenge where that comes from, because you're not saying that about white women, you're not saying that about Latina women, you're not saying that about Asian women, you're specifically saying that about black women. And I, and the issue that I had with him is that his his ex was a white trans girl and he gave her the world. He took care of her. It was a mess, you guys. He took care of this girl, paid her rent. She didn't even have to pay no bills, right? And not trying to air him out, but hell, let's go for it. We don't talk anymore. Uh, (laughs) He came home because he works a lot, right? And he works, he, he, he bounces around. So basically he works for like this chemical engineering plant or something like that where he's never really home, right? So he travels a lot, right? And he said that he had a situation where he came home and she was cheating on him with three other guys. Now, I don't know if this is really true, he's and down that it was real. So when he was saying that all black women are, are cheaters, I definitely was like, well, you had a white woman who she did all you and she had a threesome with like three other, I mean, an orgy or whatever, with three other guys, you know, a foursome or whatever you want to call it, with three other guys in your home. Has a black woman ever done that to you? And he was like, no. It, You know, so it's just things like that where we were going back and forth and I was like, you know what, I don't want to have a gender war with you because it's clear that you're one of those guys where you watch this red pill content, you watch that Kevin Samuels bullshit, and I'm gonna cuss, sorry YouTube, but you watch watch this Kevin Samuels stuff and you, you subscribe to all of these narratives about black women that literally go against and break the woman in our community, right? And even me being a trans woman, right? Like, um, it, it, it annoyed me because I just think, and even though all black women don't support black trans women, and I know that there's some tension with that, I'm I'm a very like sisterhood type of chick. You get what I'm saying? So, and it's interesting because even with that, I've gotten some flack from the trans community. Like people in my everyday life who, who kind of give me flack, like they kind of feel like I'm not really that way with trans girls when I try to be, but that's another conversation for another day. But in the lens of this conversation, it's like regardless if we're trans or not, like you're over here making blanket statements about women being cheaters and not being able to be trusted. And I was just trying to push him to not be that way, like in the sense of like, you have been hurt before, but you just can't write it off and just say that all women are that way. Like that's like me saying that all men are a certain way. And even though I've been hurt by men, like, I try not to hate men. Like I, let me not say I try, I don't hate men because I understand that not everyone is that way regardless of the traumas that I have. My job is to heal from the traumas that I have so I can open up myself hopefully to love again. You know, um, you get what I'm saying? So for me, although I go through negative situations, I have, you. I, I can't carry this energy of all men are this way. Like you, if you want to grow and heal, you cannot carry that energy. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that I I constantly work on and I try to challenge myself in these conversations. Long story short, um, the reason why I use that particular video is because when it comes to homophobia, sorry I ranted, you guys. I hope you all are following. But when it comes to homophobia and transphobia, right, oftentimes when men are very uncomfortable with that, they are comfortable when it comes to homophobia, they are uncomfortable, sorry, with the traits of a gay man, right? And they 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 feel like it makes them inadequate and things of that nature. And oftentimes in these conversations, those gay men tend to have feminine traits sometimes, not all of them, because not all gay men are feminine, but some are. And there's a stereotype of effeminate gay men and things of that nature that that make men uncomfortable, right? And, it's, and it, it, it just creates this this disdain for an expression of femininity, where you have a cis straight man who was policing the expression of another man who was attracted to the same sex. Transphobia. Uh, you have someone who was born a certain way at birth or a ton a of, a a oh, I can't even talk. They were born, um, and that, oh, I can't even talk, autonomically. What's the word, y'all? <laughs> I can't even talk. Oh my God. She's going in. Um, but they were born a certain way at birth and they decided to transition, right? But this trans person has always had feelings or we have always had feelings of of who we are, right? And you do have some men who just have a disdain. For example, like my father, my father just has this disdain for trans and gay people. My father, and I'm not gonna get too deep about my life, but what I will say as we wrap this up is that my father was like that. And I noticed that my father also, you know, he had, he hated women. He was a womanizer. You get what I'm saying? He literally uh, abused women and things of that nature, not to put my family stuff out there, but hey, it's the truth. I'm just gonna use him as an example. Um, Where he had this horrible relationships with women, a womanizer, and in my book, you could sleep with women all day long, but you still do not have a respect and an honor for women. You hate women, period. Like you're not really invested in doing nothing serious. Your hurt is destroying women. Your hurt is destroying, like, you know, trans women and and effeminate gay men and things of that. Or not effeminate gay men, but just gay men in general and things like that, right? Just all the femmes across the spectrum. So I know I'm kind of ranting at this point, but that video stood out to me. I mean, it's not just black men. Other men of other races also carry these particular things as well, right? Um, It just brought that to my attention because that is something that I feel is true. Like, I feel like if you have a... A straight guy or a cisgender straight guy let I me mean not say straight but a straight man who has this, this just this hate towards the gays and the trans community and things like that you also have to question how does he feel about women right i mean if, if you are a woman and you're dating and things like that you have to make sure your guy really really cares about like you you elevating in this world and I just feel like it's interesting though because when we have this conversation even women like I have I have friends and stuff who get uncomfortable with this topic because they don't want to be labeled as the feminist they feel like Especially if they're black. Like I have female friends who are like, Oh, I don't wanna be labelled as a feminist. Like guys are not gonna like me. Guys get very uncomfortable if I have these ideologies or if I speak up about these things they're gonna think I'm a I'm a feminist who's just like angry at the world and it, and it's and it's not even about that because even me as a trans woman I don't God, I don't know where I don't know where it cut off on the audio version but I understand what I was saying is that um, I understand that there are some some cisgender women who just don't see it for a trans woman and they don't feel that we're valid they feel like we're fake they feel like we're men in dresses they feel like you know they they, they do everything in their power to tell us how we are not them so I understand that there are women who are who are like that you get what I'm saying but even with that um, that's, I think that's why I kind of feel more comfortable if, if I were to label myself as a womanist, because I really I really believe in in women having access. I believe in women like being in certain positions of power. I believe in women um, uplifting each other. I really, really do. Even through the caddy stuff or like you know, I've dealt with caddy stuff with women, cis women and trans women, right? But I, I still I still fully like support women elevating and thinking for themselves. And all women, trans and cisgender or whatever, like, like, I'm one of those people where I just, I always tell women like, it's okay to have a brain. Like, it's okay to think for yourself. Like, just understand that like, you're probably gonna have a hard dating. Like, I remember I had this older woman tell me that when I was like in my early twenties, she was a lesbian actually. And she told me, she was like, oh, you're gonna have a hard time in your love life. She like said this to me randomly. And I was like, why? And she was like, because you're really smart. She was like, you're very, very smart and you you are a go-getter and she was all like and you're a trans girl on top of that so she was like you're gonna have a really hard time finding love because a lot of men are gonna look at that as a challenge or they're not gonna really want to take you seriously they're gonna try to figure out how to like challenge you and break you and kind of play with you and stuff and then she was like you're gonna have a hard time dating because she was like a lot of people just don't think like you they're not really on your level and I took it as a compliment but I also took it as like damn sis like I ain't gonna find no husband like I want a husband y'all. like you know what I mean but I just I just hope that I find a man who who has done that work on himself and he doesn't feel threatened and I don't feel threatened by him right this is due to some of the things I've went through went through with men in my life like I hope that I hope that if if I get lucky, because I feel like love is a blessing, and we're going to wrap it up here because I've been talking for a very long time. But um, I, first of all, I feel like love is a blessing, but I also understand that it's something that not everyone has the ability to to get in their lifetime. Like I, I, I genuinely feel like love is really rare. I don't think a lot of people experience love. If anything, I think that there's a lot of people who are heartbroken. And um, shut off due to some of the experiences they have had. And I think that now we live in an age where it's more normal to even be more shut off because all of us are looking at this. All of us are looking at this all fucking day. All of us want to be popular and famous all fucking day. All of us, you know, all of us um, are not focused on... All of us collectively as a people, I just feel like in the generations, it's just, we all have like short attention spans. We don't read anymore. We don't talk anymore. We don't enjoy the moment anymore. We don't, we're not vulnerable anymore with each other just as people in general, not even just black people, but I feel like with technology, I feel like it's an interesting time because you'll see that when it comes to dating and stuff, I just feel like it's really difficult when it comes to interacting with men, If, if you date men, and maybe, you, maybe if you date women and stuff, you'll, you'll see this as well, but it's just really difficult to find people who, A, not only understand you, but where both of you translate to each other and you mesh. It just seems like people don't pay attention and they're not focused on the right things. They're focused on everything but a relationship. They're focused on having sex, busting your back down, girl. They're focused on playing mind games. They're focused on these things, but they're not focused on being honest. They're not focused on... You get what I'm saying? And I and I'm and, and let me make this clear. I understand that not every man is this way. This is not a man-bashing video. It's just putting it on the table, right? Um so it might be a little bit brash of even of Cammy Crawford to say that and for me to agree with it, right? But it is something that I've always thought of. I've always thought of that. And in 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 my dating life, I've always I've always struggled with cis men, because I date cis men, right? So I've always struggled with them and I've always thought to myself damn like I'm black on top of that I'm interested in black men like I'm open to other race men but I do prefer black men um, and I see the issues that they have with cis women I see it all the time I see the issues that they have so it puts me in a space of like well damn if he don't want her I know he ain't gonna want me or if he or if he dogging her out he's gonna dog me out like who am I to and there are times where that comes up in me where I'll be thinking like Dang, like okay, well, if she's having it hard, then I know it's gonna be harder for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there are times where I think that, you know, and but I also have to, and this is this is why I think it's important for us, as, as women, to work on our loving ourselves and our self esteem because when our well runs, when our well runs dry, interacting with men or pouring our energy and our hearts into them, and we get hurt, um, all we have is ourselves. You know what i mean and i think that um if anything that's something that i always like stand by i'm like look if you get hurt if you get heartbroken girl you got to keep getting up like jlo and keep moving on and take a break when you need to take a break but you know don't be afraid but it's like if you're hurting you you have to understand that you're gonna have to pick yourself up and and not only that if you are seeking love or interacting with men and things like that just make sure this man is a certain way where he handles you a certain way. And I think, you know, as we wrap up this conversation, I've realized that in a lot of my situations, I wasn't handled a certain way. And I think that that's why they didn't work out. Um, situations where mind games were happening, being disrespected, being, you know, devalued and, and things like that. Um, being like gaslit, you know, where it'll make me question my own worth. So I know I'm not the only one who goes through that. And I, and I know that that woman go through this. I know that gay men go through this. And I don't know, this is just a conversation. And I, and I really thought that video was dope as hell because basically at the end of that video, she was just saying that she hopes that her her lover doesn't have those traits. And that's how she'll, she'll know that if he fits the qualifications, because she has other qualifications. So she wrote down a list of what she wants a man. But she has other qualifications. But she was saying, like, I hope that, I hope that my lover isn't homophobic and transphobic, because if he is that way, he probably hates women and he most likely hates me. <laughs> so she was just saying, like, you know, I I don't know that I found the man of my dreams or whatever if, if he isn't that way, right? I just wanna it's important to oh excuse me. Oh, sorry, y'all. Excuse me. <laughs> oh i don't know how to edit i wish i could edit that out jesus christ it's the wine disgusting (laughs) but no it's important to just know people's views and just because you aren't homophobic or transphobic it doesn't mean that you are attracted to gay men or trans women but it's the thing of like finding a man who's just comfortable in himself to where he's not threatened by anybody and he knows what he likes he knows what he wants he's 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 a decent person a good human And he just knows what he wants and he he has discipline and things like that. You know what I mean? So that's it. Okay. Y'all on YouTube, y'all got two videos. Okay. And on my podcast, you got a full podcast. This was so fun. This was so fun. And I'm so glad that I did this on Friday night. I'm glad that I came around to it. And I hope you all enjoyed this conversation. Uh, If you are watching this on YouTube, please remember to like, share, and subscribe. Um... And comment if you enjoyed this topic. Let me know um, any of your viewpoints on this. Um, Also, too, I try my best to be careful to not generalize. You get what I'm saying? I try my best to be like a bigger picture type individual as as we have these conversations. But um, I hope you enjoyed. Tell a friend. Share the show. Share my links. Give me a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well if you are listening to the audio version of this. And um, thank you all for watching, and thank you all for, for sharing space with me and um, checking me out. This was so fun. If you have any idea on topics, feel free to DM me. You can always find me on Instagram at k that's K-A-E-D-A-Y-Y. Or just drop down below in the comments under this video. And let me know any topics that you want to talk about. I, You know, this is my podcast. As you can see, I'm a talker. (laughs) All righty. All right. So y'all enjoy y'all weekend and y'all stay blessed out here. Positive vibes. Keep your head up one day at a time. That's a lot going on. You hear the sirens outside my window, child. It is a lot going on in this world. But we are all here and God bless us with another day. Okay. I'm I'm not like no religious Bible-thumping person, but I'm just saying the spirit has blessed us all with another day. So let's all just be thankful that we need it a Friday night, okay? Alrighty, check y'all out next time.